I say, I say, welcome to uh, the program we call Illumination uh, from Sunset Lodge number 369 right here in Santa Monica. The sunshine is back and we are happy. Now, as always, uh, the most important thing for our program, we love to share our people and, the, and our teachers who come by. Most importantly is what you want. And what I want you to do, you'll see the email address down at the bottom, down here at some time. Write it down, send us an email about what you want to find out more about. We have just finished having uh, a third degree here at Sunset Lodge. And me and we are just, we're just really kind of loosening up from it now. <laughs> and we are honored to have the, the, the man of the hour, our brother Ray Davis who uh, received his third degree just moments ago. Just moments ago, that's right. All right, tell us what's going on in your head now. You know, I want to find out a few other things, but how you doing? I'm, uh, I'm on top of the world yeah. right now. I'm so happy and uh, thrilled. I'm still reeling from the experience. Right. And um, overall looking forward to being of even more service here at uh, Sunset Lodge and being able to fully participate as a complete member of the of the lodge here and I'm just so happy you know there are very few people I could say this about but I don't know how you could be more involved in what we're doing <laughs> you know you're you're always there now brother Ray he's a fellow hat wearer so mm -hmm. you know and he's responsible for for getting us a hat rack. So, yeah. God love you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what it's like to have a hat and not any place to hang it. I so, know. Yeah. There you go. All right. <clears throat> now, I want to find out a little bit about your background. Oh, okay. What what brought you around? What brought you to Santa Monica? Are you from this area? Or where are you from? Well, originally, uh, well, I grew up in Compton. Okay. So, that's, that's not that far from sure, here. It's not. about you know, 30 uh, miles, I guess, uh, uh, south, mostly south of here. Um, so I grew up in the Southland. And, um, but I, I came to this lodge at the invitation of actually uh, Worshipful Neil. Worshipful Neil. Uh, David and I have known each other for years. Uh, we played music together. Uh, we met at the Agape International Spiritual Center where he's a member of the house band there. And, and I, I get to sing there from time to time. As, as I'm a singer-songwriter type, and we're actually part of a, we're in a band together. Sure. And so um, after many, many conversations about a number of things, because I've, I've, uh, I've been involved in some esoteric studies for, for a number of years now, and um, after a number of conversations, I guess he got the idea that I might make a, a good mason. And so he invited me to come on out and meet some of the brothers here at, at Sunset, and, and uh, I did. And instantly just fell in love with the place. I remember, yeah. I remember yeah. when you first came around. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, this is this is the man. This is the man for us. <laughs> so, the, was there any history in your family in masonry, or anyone that you know of in your family that was a mason? No one close to me, but my grandfather, my maternal grandfather, was a mason. Right. Now, this is um, <clears throat> it's an interesting thing to me that um. I grew up um, a member of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, a uh, nice Protestant denomination. And, and uh, my mother did not want to tell me too much about masonry because maybe it's 
the same as it is with many people that have misunderstandings or superstitions about it. But um, my grandfather was a Mason. She said that there were things that he wouldn't talk to her about. Uh, but that he had a way of, uh, he, she was a little suspicious about it. Uh, so yeah, I have a, a grandfather, but he never talked to me about it. So um, my real interest in masonry has to do with the esoteric studies that I've been involved in. Tell me about that. Well, um, the Agape International Spiritual Center, where I attend more often than not, is part of the, the New Thought movement, uh, which is specific to North America. Uh, really, it's a, a spiritual movement that began with, um, they trace their history back to the transcendentalists of the late 18, 19th century. But the principles and the ideas that are contained in New Thought really uh, owe their allegiance or owe their origins to really ageless wisdom teachings that have been held within you know, a number of different societies, secret societies uh, throughout the ages. And so um, what I have found is that the teachings, the, the principles that are presented in the symbolism of, of Freemasonry and in the um, rituals of Freemasonry are very much in alignment with what I've been studying. And not only that, they expand on it. What I love, what I love about Freemasonry is that it takes these wonderful ageless principles and, and shows their a, a practical application. I'm becoming a better man. And by becoming a better man, I'm better suited to be of service in the community. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, a, that's great. That's great. There's the, the, the spiritual principles yeah. you're picking up on a daily basis. Now, tell me what it was like going through each of the degrees you went through. <laughs> now, you know, there, there's that, the first, the inner apprentice. Second one is the, is the fellow craft. Yeah. And then there's the master mason, which moments ago you finished. So yes. tell us a little bit about your journey up through the degrees. Well, uh, oh my goodness. Inner apprentice degree, brand new. It's first <laughs> time experience of any kind of initiatory process, really. And uh, the moment... How much can I speak you, to? Yes, speak on, and Yay! if there's okay. any problem, we'll, we'll you'll, you you'll, know. All right. Brother Michael's at the, at the seat. He knows how to edit. So all right. Worry. So <laughs> what I can say is this. Uh, I learned, oh, my gosh, the power of initiation. Yeah. The, po the transformative power of initiation. Yes. An initiatory process. There's an instant transformation i really felt as though i began i started the evening one person and really transformed into something else the beginning of something else and so that process it, it was mind-blowing a new experience a wonderful experience but also like i said transformative and i one of the things that was strongly impressed in me was the gravity of my decision the importance of my decision I was instructed to keep secret and sacred practices, ideas, things that I could only reveal in Lodge. 
with fellow brothers. Right. That uh, and and I've I've never forgotten that that first vow. It's so important to me. Secrecy and the support of my brothers. The love, the 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 the, the relief. So uh, I, I don't know if I'm answering your question. I hope you're, I'm you're, trying to preach on, brother. Okay. You're doing <laughs> By the way, before we hit yeah. the second degree, I just want to remind everybody that you are watching and or listening to Illumination from Sunset Lodge number 369 emanating from Santa Monica, California. Now, you don't know this, but it's a little later than what it normally is. <laughs> right here, even even West Coast time, this is late. Yeah, it's a little so, late. So, uh, right after the evening, uh, right at the end of the evening, and we just finished the third degree, and Brother Ray is our awesome brand new Master Mason. And we are, we are so honored to have you about. Now, tell us a little bit about second degree. Oh my gosh, I so enjoyed. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, and you told me beforehand, and I really understand why. Oh my gosh, I so loved that degree. Yeah. I loved that degree. The the oh, there's there's such rich information there, yeah. and not just that. I really began to see how the symbolism in masonry shows up in somewhat different forms. In some of the other esoteric teachings, for instance, uh, I'm um, I'm very I, I'm I uh, am, am a person who is involved in tarot, tarot. I use uh, the tarot decks specifically the the 22 trumps sure. uh, for for meditative purposes, and I I found so much correspondence between the what I find in tarot and the trumps specifically. And uh, the mason, you know, the symbolism masonry, and the connection, the correspondence, then added to the practice in each yes, area. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I, it, and there's there's nothing that could have prepared me for that, for the uh, for that awakening when going through the the uh, the degree. I don't know if Brother Ray knows this, but my wife and I have been professional tarot readers for 23 years. And between the two of us, we've done probably between, we think, forty and 50,000 readings for people. Wow. Um, so we, we must sit down and compare we notes must. about tarot at some point. I'm we sure it would be a fascinating Absol conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we I, must. I, I know we're getting away from the subject a little bit, but may I also piggyback on what he did? Uh, I, I had the honor of, of he taught me his method of what he does, and it just lays out so simply and easily what he does. But it's so profound. It's a system that him and his wife developed. Am oh, I wow. correct on that? Um, yeah, absolutely. We, we uh, can't well, we take full talk. credit for it because we, we um, got a lot of it by studying Crowley's work on the right. tarot. Ah, um, and I always tell okay. people the good news with the Book of Thoth is the good news it's by Crowley and the bad news it's by Crowley. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of riddle <laughs> and metaphor. It took us about two years. But there's an interesting story. We were doing a, a party one night in Beverly Hills, and we were using his deck. And the last person I did a reading for that night was a Kabbalistic rabbi. And he mm. noticed the Hebrew letters on the cards. He got very mm -hmm. excited. He said, I said, well, it's Kabbalah, you know, that there's 22 major cards. Each one mm -hmm. correlates with one of the pathways. So he said, well, lay it out for me. So I did. 
I said, now explain it to me. And I thought, this ought to be rich. I have to explain Kabbalah to a rabbi. Really? <laughs> no pressure here, right? Yeah. Right. And so I explained to him, and we've never really classically studied Kabbalah, only through the tarot. So I explained to him kind of our, our conclusions on it, and he listened intently. And after I finished, he said, well, let's just say you have your own way of putting things. He said that we would use slightly different terminology. He said, but everything you're saying is absolutely, absolutely correct. He said, your, yeah. your principles are very sound. It's just we have a slightly different way of expressing it, but that is what it means. And so it was a great affirmation for me that we hadn't wasted a whole bunch of years of our life. There you go. <laughs> And so I was pretty happy about that. Oh, that's brilliant! That's brilliant. And but th this is exactly what I was uh, I was saying about that sec about the second degree. Right. The uh, the language isn't always exactly the same, but it's the principle w where it connects. And and here's what's interesting to me. Where um, I'm seeing, uh, you know, my study of Torah is one thing, but but masonry. Brings it in, it takes it into a different direction for me. It adds to my understanding of Tarot. It adds to what, um, and, and you know, one thing to know about Tarot though, it is it's a it's a self-revealing kind of thing. As I'm as I'm working with a card, there's going to be something that comes through me. It's something right. that you know, you know. So, of course. Um, but the 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 so my work with Tarot. Here's a conclusion. My work with Tarot has been greatly enhanced with my uh, um, being a Mason. By my being a Mason. Interesting. Absolutely. Ray, I wish you had something to talk about. <laughs> I, I, I actually had the feeling, I just, well, maybe we can do 10 minutes and patch it in with something else. So I just wish you could come up and have a, have a thought. <laughs> now, uh, you know, I, we, I mentioned earlier that the second degree is my favorite. Mm -hmm. You know, the, 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 the rich meaning of what I participate in and that is beyond anything that I could ever imagine. I, I highly suggest anyone, you might not be a part of our lodge, you might be part of another lodge. If you're just starting out fairly new, please become the senior deacon mm. of your lodge. Hmm. It's a very, very special position. Oh, yeah. no, I can't memorize all that. No, you know, don't even look at it that way. And that's what I did. I just memorized little bits and pieces before you know it. No time at all. I had it all done. Hmm. What's more importantly are the lessons that you are learning are becoming a part of you. Yeah. I know at first I was I was reciting it to people, and uh, very quickly I realized I was telling it to people. Mm, there it is, yeah. And the more I tell it to people, the more it became a part of who mm -hmm. I am. That's right. So please do. If you ever have that opportunity to become the senior deacon, please, please do it. And if the opportunity doesn't come forth, you create it. You mm. get out there and make it make it done. All right, tell me a little bit about the, the bridge between the second degree and the third degree. The bridge between. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah, you know where I'm coming from. I, right? I think I do, yeah. Oh, you said bridge too. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a wonderful question. Because for me, um, the second degree actually increased my my appetite my interest in becoming a master mason right i wanted to know what the secrets are i wanted the full revelation 
so to speak. Um, I, I'm, I'm remembering something from uh, the second degree that, that something has just come to my mind. Right. The, the steps. The steps. And so I've, I've been envisioning myself progressing up the winding staircase realizing that there's an intention behind that the one never walks up a set of a flight of stairs unless one has a destination in mind that's right and it was it was that destination there was something pulling me and calling me but i also began to notice not that uh, this is not something to rush in you know every step along the way i now have an opportunity to look back and see what progress i've made personally mm. Oh, in in transfer, yeah, right you know, transferring the principles that are taught in masonry to my personal life. It has to have lifeblood in me, right? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. That and okay, that's a good thing. Now let's add back on mm -hmm. some thoughts about your third degree tonight. It was an honor, by the way. Let you know, I've said this in the lodge, and I'll say it outside the lodge. It was truly a huge honor to be a part of your third degree tonight. Oh. And uh, it was great, you know. It really was. You, you know how we are. We, we like to pick on you about it beforehand and throw in some things that really have nothing to do with it. <laughs> you know, us guys yeah. being guys. Yeah, they know. had me going. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, you know, it's just a, it's a wonderful thing. It just kind of brings everything together. And, you know, just. Here's what I can say. Okay. Here's here's one thing I can say. First of all, the, I, I don't know that I can put into words what I've felt in the experience. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there are a few things I, I, I can say. Um, I was completely... Uh, I did not know what to expect. And yet, when things happened as things occurred i felt as though i was prepared strange thing no i, I still totally felt, understand yeah, i still felt i i felt as though i was prepared and there is a um there's an element to that degree uh and the ritual where i'm i'm able to really observe and understand what uh, the Apostle Paul must have meant some extent to what he what uh, he meant when he wrote that I die daily. I die daily. There's a, a a process of letting go of that which was before and being born again to that which is new. Yeheshua or Jesus yeah. uh, uh, um, uh, spoke of that. You must be born again. Right. In order to see the kingdom, you have to be born again. And yeah. it's not going through the womb again, no. obviously. But there is a, a transformation, a kind of pushing away from that which was before. Um, and, and that which was before uh, is a way of looking at life and others as the other. Whereas masonry is, is suggesting to me we are really one family. Yes. And so I'm going to treat my um, brothers and sisters on the planet in a different way. I'm going to treat with compassion, with kindness, with uh, mercy, uh, standing up when necessary, where there are abuses, 
but I'm going to start from a point of view of love. Wonderful. You know, I say this every so often. The most important lesson I see in masonry are the three basic principles. Brotherly love, relief, and truth. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's so important to, uh, to kind of piggyback on that principle you were talking about. Bringing this all together for brotherly love. Mm-hmm. It's so important. The principles we learn within the lodge. Um, what we feel about the brothers within the lodge with us, what we feel about that, we take that and spread it into the world in our relief, mm-hmm. what we do for, for, the, for the community, for the world. And I truly believe if we don't have that brotherly love, in the beginning, I, you know, I, I go back to a passage in 1 Corinthians 13. If you haven't loved, then all this is just right. clanging noise. bells, noise. Though and I we, speak with the tongues of men and of angels I, and have not charity, uh, become as a, wait, wait. Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, it's just noise. It's I'm just, just making noise. a bunch of noise. Yeah, and, yeah. So, and so I think that's what happens a lot of times is we do, we're not building that brotherly love within the lodge, really caring. A lot of times and so easily to happen. There's a lot of bickering and biting mm. and backbiting and so yeah. forth. You might as well not do anything. You're wasting your money. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. So, But you, you need to build that brotherly love inside. Not only will it nurture everybody inside, but... The work you do is magnified, and yep. the people will see what you are doing. And to be honest, we won't have any nights where we will we'll have free. We'll have a degree every night. <laughs> and I think that that is the secret to what we need. Just one person's opinion, you know. So. Well, that's one thing I love about this lodge. Yeah. I mean, I've felt that love right from the beginning. Yeah. You know, and it's it's easy. My when my uh, when I brought when my wife comes here. Sure. She says the same thing. You're one of her favorite people, by the way. Oh, but but she says the same thing. She says the guys, they're just so loving. You know, yeah. they're just so cool. They're great guys. You know, and, and that's really what it is. Your wife is awesome. Yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> now, um, Mike, how much time do we have? I'm sorry, I don't have my tablet sitting here telling me the time. Oh, um, let's see. You have a boat. Um, seven minutes left. All right. So. Our Canadian friend, I, I love a boot. A boot. Yeah. A boot. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a Texan, you know. Yeah. We, we love to pick on those people. So um, those fine people, I might say. <laughs> That's right. So um, here we are, and I, my, I, I want to go into a little bit about. I I did my uh, my entered apprentice in Texas. In an old, old building. It's a wonderful out in the country, northwest of Houston. And this building, I think, was probably one of the original buildings. It was well over 100 years oh, old. Wow. And uh, downstairs, they, they have a dining area and so forth. And you walk upstairs to the lodge room. The lodge room is really small. It is probably a third of the size of our lodge room. Wow, really? Yeah. And it's it's wonderful, but uh, what happens is all the wives and everyone, all the guys, they have a potluck meal. Masons and food. Oh, yeah. Always. 
Don't it? If you're on a diet, <laughs> um, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> but it, it's everybody has the food, uh. and at high twelve, all the men go upstairs. I thought it was so funny. One of the last times I was there, my uh, part of the joy of my life are my twin nieces. They're seven years old now, but they were like, a couple of years ago, they were five years old, and they came along with us, and all us guys went upstairs. They just didn't understand that. They started crying, Oh no! and they wanted to come up, <laughs> and they were, what? <laughs> and before the meeting started, I looked over, and they were walking over oh to my and I, I, I sat down with the girls. I said, girls, Uncle Les wants to talk to you about something, and... You know, they said, okay, okay. And I said, you really want to know what Uncle Les, uh, Papa, and your dad do up here? I'll, I think you're old enough. I'll let you know what we do oh, up here. Oh, that's good. That's good. And I said, your dad is working his best to be the best dad he could be. Papa is trying to learn to be the best Papa he could be. And you know what, Uncle Les is trying his very best to be the best Uncle Les I could be. And that's what we do up here. That's everything we do up here. So you know the secret of what we do. And they went, oh, that wow. Work? Wow. <laughs> that's wow. And, they, they, and I said, why don't you girls go downstairs? We'll be down a little, little bit. Said, okay, okay. And they went right on downstairs. Look at that. And I said, you know, me and those ladies, you know, I, I, I love being an uncle. So... You know, we have a lot of fun. That's pretty cool. I like how you talk to them about so that. that uh, yeah, so but that's really it. That's am I, am I right? You could probably talk to, you know, five-year-old uh, angel there, angel girl mm -hmm. of mine. Mm -hmm. Or you talk to a, a Ph.D. professor of philosophy. See, this is a good, a good thing. Every once in a while, someone will ask me, and you know, uh, about masonry. And to sum it up and say, you know, I'm I'm just trying to be a, become I, I want to become a better man. Right. And that's what we get together and do. And that usually suffices for people. You sure. know, sure there there are there are things that we do that we keep within ourselves. within ourselves. But it's all with the objective and aim ultimately of producing better men. That's right. That's why and what the world needs now is better people. Right. So we might as well start with this half of the population. Well, you know, <laughs> we'll take care of this. Yeah, we'll take care and of this. And support the women and whatever they want to do Absolutely. to become better women. You That's know? right. That's and I right. love it. I love it. I. It's funny. My, my By the way, Joan's voice. I, I just saw my uncle one time go like that. I said, I do that too, Uncle Richard. Just go like that. So that's what Joan's voice do. So, but. One of my favorite sayings is, there's nothing, you know, talk about the secrets within Freemasonry, uh -huh. there's nothing that I do that I would be ashamed of my grandma Jones knowing about, you know? Let's just set it straight. That's a good way to put it. I don't, yeah. you know, Granny would not be ashamed of me yeah. if she saw me yeah. do that. And it's the truth. And so, you know, but I, I love the idea of whatever I'm doing, whichever aspect I'm moving in, it's making me a better person. I am currently working on going up the line to become master in a few years. Mm -hmm. That's that's making me a better person, just that choice. Um, being senior deacon, it's made me a much better person. And I love that. And uh, 
You are now going to be inaugurated as the as the, as the organist. Is Yay. that the term? Yeah. Organist, yeah. Organist. I, I think that would be a wonderful place to serve. And yeah. you'd be great. You're, you and your piano skills. Now, I, we don't have a camera for it unless, Brother Mike, can you get oh. this camera? Oh, you, you, know, you, you have to take a look. And is there a way? Mike, can you can you get a little bit of a look at this? Or is there? Is it there? Which is the best place for him to look? He got his ring today. Woohoo! <laughs> and I think it's, I, I would consider it, what, a cigar band type? Nice yeah, I guess ring. that would be a good way to put it, yeah. Uh, I've, I've been looking forward to wearing one of these. And this is, <coughs> I just got this from the Master, uh, Worshipful Master tonight. And uh, I'm just so proud. We're so prou proud. We're proud to have you here. That music means, okay, Les, it's time to start. <laughs> Brother Ray, it's an honor to have you as a fellow Master Mason, but it's always been great having you around. Thank you for the wonderful spirit you bring to our lodge, and we're much better because of you. Well, thank you, President. All right, everyone, if you want to find out more information, please do email us, and uh, we'll, we'll be glad to talk to you. And as always, thank you to Brother Mike for his mm -hmm. input and sitting in the hot seat and producing this. And until next time, thank you very much. <laughs>